0: Okay, good morning. Morning. Today's class is Rufush LeMei Yerachmim Yadav M'Tov B'Asha. Success of Yerachmim got the Elbon Eli Shavah, and Shavah. Great Malkav B'Tov And Shefa Bat Eli and Reme Malkav Okay, God willing, next Wednesday night we're going to have a class in um, God willing, Mexico. I'm trying to decide. Maybe Monday night I'm going to have a and A Q&A on Facebook. We'll announce it. B'sh'rat Hashem. So today's class, we're going to do lesson four in the second half of the Qur'an. We're going to also do um, a little, a little paragraph in wisdom. And I had an experience yesterday. Baruch Hashem, I feel very good today. That I went to a acupuncturist, which I do common. You know, acupuncturists are great because they're able to 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 tell you more or less the infection of where more or less the imbalance of the organs, et cetera. And then after that. I had a a cupping, uh, major cupping done. And cupping is is an unbelievable, unbelievable way to to purify the blood that's stagnant. The problem is the stagnant blood. And you could see if you do cupping on, uh, anybody's done cupping, you see it on athletes. But what happens is blood stagnates in a certain area, and once it stagnates, it doesn't move. If it doesn't move, it, it causes an infection. A very similar example to this would be what happened in 2008, what happens is, Things we, we, we refer to assets as toxic assets. Why? Because all of a sudden, banks got... Nobody was lending money. People were afraid. If there's no money moving, and there's no realtors, there's no contractors, there's no roofers, there's no there's no furniture stores, there's no uh, handyman, there's no... Oh, nothing. Everything's gone. There's no movement. Everything stops. Everything stops if there's no movement. So this is why they refer to 2008 as... Toxic assets. You know, this is a constant thing. We're selling these toxic assets because obviously they were bought, they were sold, they were sold too high. The mortgages, etc. We all we all remember that crash in two thousand eight. And coming, doing my cupping, and I'm, I'm looking at my back, and certain areas are black. And Black means there's blood that's been stagnating, stagnating in your body, and you could see that once you release it little by little. And then I remember Rab Nachman's Torah on this. He has a whole Torah about stagnant blood and things becoming stagnant in our lives. Obviously, when things, the whole point is in our lives we want things to flow. You know, One way to create a new flow in our lives is to have a new mindset. Like Shmuel said yesterday, he, had a great, great, uh, he, he, he read the book The Power of Now, and he said the beginning of, Edgar Tol says the beginning of changing is becoming aware of your thoughts, becoming aware that this is not you. The same thing. We have to recognize when things are stagnant in our lives, This doesn't mean this is our life. That's it. We're done. That's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. But before we get into the, this concept of this, of this, uh, Torah, that we're not going to talk about how healing happens and et cetera, but you have to recognize stress creates 50% body fatigue. It's unbelievable how much stress causes the amount we don't even know I didn't notice how stressed I am until today I woke up like a different person after that whole ritual I didn't I'm like a new person I've got hundred percent but you have no idea how much when we hold on to stress and hold on to things it, it, it just it stagnates and it makes you feel tired and then that affects the way you think and then your state becomes a you have, you have no mood. And You're not in the mood to deal with anything. Not in the mood to pray. Not in the mood to learn. And it really affects everything. But if that's why it's very, very important what Makhon says. You, you, the whole point is, first, you have to notice the stagnation. And this is one of the signs telling us, is when things become heavy to us. When things become heavy, when our spiritual work becomes a heavy, it becomes an obligation, there's a stagnation there in your faith. And obviously, it's not like my faith yesterday can help me back for t- tomorrow. No, I need, I need renewed. My faith has to constantly be renewed. Yes, because you had faith two weeks ago. It doesn't serve, doesn't do anything for you today. Today, there's a new opponent, like Rabbi Nachman says. Every day, a person has a new opponent, new opposition, tailor-made exactly for that person on that challenge particularly. Because again, growth is non-negotiable. And stagnation is probably the worst thing that can happen. This is exactly what the the whole concept of a malek. A malek represents attacking people in the back. It represents the stagnation and the cooling off. This is what we have the danger today: is people being cooled off. Because obviously, once they get cooled off, they're going right out of bounds. We're not. We don't get cooled off when we're going in So when we're cooled off, it's going to lead to some kind of addiction, some kind of negative pattern. It's the pattern that we go through. So if we remain Constantly, if the blood's moving, if the flow's moving, this is why Rab Nachman's message is: if you can't, if you're not connecting, scream. It's not a matter of okay, I'm not connecting; it's okay. No, 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 you have to, you have to almost pretend like, like I can't live without not being connected. So there's always a a, a point where you're always with your Creator. If you're not connecting, that's the time to yearn and scream. If you're connecting, that's the time to ask Him to, 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 to for you to receive new new insights in Torah. But it's not a, such a thing as, I do nothing, and let things stagnate, because this is the root of infections, when things do not move. This is why the economy is, is constantly stimulus, 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 because there's no flow, there's infections. They have to, money has to constantly be moving. Money, if money's not moving from one person to another person, everything gets stagnated. This is exactly what they attempted to do with this whole COVID thing, etc. You need, think Baruch Hashem, they did a good job with the PPP. Obviously, some people spent it in the wrong ways. You'd figure jewelry stores and Gucci stores, lines, you'd figure people would do other things with it, but that's another comment altogether. How the money got spent, etc. But the whole point that I'm getting to you is just like an economy has to, has to be moving and just like your business, you know, why, why the whole concept of fashion? You know, just look at a store and things go on sale. They have to get the merchandise out. New merchandise always has to come in. Always, my wife was a designer, and she has to come up already with a new collection, or a new phone has to come out. There's always this renewal of things, because God forbid if you have stagnation, you're a blockbuster video, you're done. You're done, you're done. done. And this is the root cause of infections. The root cause of infections is when things are stuck. They're stuck because we're okay with it being stuck, or we're not taking a massive action to move it. And you could see my back, some areas are black, some areas are not. Because some areas were stuck there. And this is what Reb says. He, after Eretz Yisroh, Reb came back and completely came out with unbelievable Torahs. This is where the second half of his, he has the first half of Lakuta Moran and he has the second half. The second half was, came, a lot of it came out after Eretz Yisroh, when he came back to Eretz Yishro, he basically went, and this is where he pretty much denounced a lot of the doctors. Okay, I'm not telling again, I'm not telling you to not go to doctors. Let's I don't want to hear emails. I'm going to bounce them right back to you. The whole point is faith without a doctor without faith it's not going to do the same thing. I'm trying to explain to you. Believe me. I'm there myself right now dealing with the situation. How important it is. He came back and he denounced he denounced any kind of of not doing anything but relying directly on God recognizing that everything's a spiritual issue, and that's going to be the root of healing. And Rabbi Nachman tells us that healing a wound entails a number of steps. To begin with it, the, mound of the, uh, uh, the mouth of the wound has to be open. Then the, after they open up the wound, obviously they do a surgery. Then they, they go into the, the, the purgative, and then they draw out the pus and the infected blood that's there. All the blood has to be cleansed until no inflections of impurities are left so that the blood can flow and circulate, coursing regularly without any obstruction, which is ultimately our goal. But when the blood that flows and circulates through the body's arteries reaches an area that's dysfunctional, reaches an area that there's an infection that's dysfunctional, the location of the wound, its flow is retarded there. So it's basically whatever area you have that the infection, all the other blood goes instead of coursing. It gets stagnates at a certain area of your body that causes the infection, etc. And then the blood collects at that spot. This is generally what happens. All different kinds of impurities, infections of blood co- correct to the port of dysfunction so that the blood is retarded there and cannot circulate anymore for the blood courses in regular manner circulating through the body many times an hour like that. But when there's impurities in the blood, it is blocked to the point of dysfunction and unable to circulate. It is therefore necessary to cleanse the blood. So Rav says, he's telling us here, that you need an opening. Bottom line is, first you need to open up the wound. We all have these situations in our life. And I would say today, uh, uh, what he's, the word here is using is dysfunctional. Dysfunctional thinking, dysfunctional beliefs, a dysfunction in your belief system. This is the number one thing we're working with, with people in addiction. They they have dysfunctional thinking, dysfunctional belief systems. They they, they 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 God forbid they have no hope. Dysfunctional, nothing can change, etc. But practically in this Torah, Reb Nachman is telling us that first you need an opening, and he tells us charity creates that opening. When a person gives charity. He creates an opening. This is exactly why. There's a few things in heaven that can give you openings. It's not that God like I get. Getting to the infection is one thing. But first is being aware of the inf- that you have an infection. The person walking around with a spiritual infection, like he doesn't want to have anything to do with anything. Or he's holding anger. He doesn't realize it's an infection. So the first thing is I always notice it. You have to notice the infection. And then you have to want to cleanse it. But the beginning, Rav Nachman says, is charity. This is why we give charity. Charity also is referred to dam, blood. So if you want the blood to move, damim, right? It's funny, money and blood pretty much have the same numerical value. Either you're giving blood or you're giving money. Our sages say, when a person doesn't give charity, the money, instead of giving it to charity, is going to give it to doctors, God forbid. God forbid, but somehow or another, dam and Zeus, money—they have to flow. The constant flow of blood. This is the importance of exercising. This is the importance also that we always also have constantly renewed our beliefs. Because, like again, it's not enough to be in a stagnant mindset. Okay, I learned. I learned yesterday. I learned in yeshiva. Now I'm good. Now, no, it's if things are not flowing and moving in your life. If really your relationship is not constantly getting renewed it stagnates. If your uh, spirituality is not getting renewed, it stagnates and that's what causes the infections. And then the infections, you know what the infections do? They take over other areas of your life. They take blood, they take regular uh, blood from this area and all of a sudden it comes to this. For example, a person stops renewing his bitachon in Hashem. He stops renewing his faith in God, all of a sudden, next thing you know, he thinks it's his hands making the money. So what happens, he overdoes, stresses out more to try to make money. Then now he comes home angry and what do you think he's doing? He's gonna take it on his wife. And there's now he's shalom bite. Now he's got an now he's got an infection. Before he had an infection in his business. Now the infection's gonna go into the to the to the wife. Now what do you think happens? Then it goes into another place. To the kids. And then the infection goes everywhere else. This is pretty much how. This is you have to understand how the importance Rabbi Nachman says of first you had the concept of cleansing out the infection, noticing the infection and cleansing out the infection. This is the importance of doing you know the, the the concept of healing. Like I didn't I didn't know I had so much stress in my shoulders. I couldn't I couldn't but until a point where I'm like, I can't even stand anymore. I can't breathe. That got me to to go to go to the to this acupuncture, to cupping. And then you 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 recognize it was stagnant blood. It could have been stagnant beliefs, stagnant thinking. Stagnation is the problem. Stagnation is a major, major problem. And this is what Ramanachan is telling us here. That you have to cleanse the blood. So first, what do we do? First, we have to go into the wound. And this is where, unfortunately, the, the majority of the world is running away from pain at any cost. Specifically, anybody... America is a very... We've gotten to a very weak mindset. Today, people will do anything. I mean, look at the pill industry. Look at the... People don't have patience for healing. Give me pill for an ill. This is the mentality of America today. Pill for an ill. If I have an ill, I need a pill. Without the therapy and the other aspects that's causing it. But this is the mentality today. Pill for an ill. Nobody's getting to the root of the issue. So they're just fixing a dysfunctional. They're just covering up temporarily. But what Rav Nachman's telling us here, no, you have to go into the blood. You have to go into the infection. You have to face that situation. And you need the opening. The opening could be many things. I can get an opening by giving charity. I can get an opening by doing a good deed for somebody else. An act of chesed, like our sages say, when somebody needs compassion, God will send him somebody, so he can be compassionate for him, and then God will give you compassion. Another way, so one, one way, screaming out to God out of desperation. Second is compassion. And third way is charity. Charity can also get you unstuck because charity has the power to, it's it's the atonement for the cleansing of the butt. Now once you open up the wound, once you open up the situation, then you have to cleanse out the infection. You have to notice the infection there. And this is where we have to face the infection. We have to face this dysfunctional thinking. This is why you need sometimes very good to have a good therapist or a good friend Rabbi Nachman always advises to have many students and have good friends because somebody else will tell you that your infection is sometimes greater than you. They'll tell you what your issue is. Maybe your infection could be, I'm in the expectation business. I need every. I wake up with expectations all day long. What do you think that's going to turn into? Many disappointments and infections. Or maybe your situation is like Rabbi Nachman says, is you're always waiting for conditions. Uh, to be happy. You're wait, always waiting on certain events to be happy. If this happens, I'll be happy. And it's funny, we're learning the whole, the, the Daf yomi is all, all about su- Sukkah. And the whole concept is that the Etrog has the same taste as the fruit and the bark, which is the eightzadat. It's unbelievable. Learning that whole concept of, of the Daf Yomi, this, the, the bark and the fruit taste the same. And the Etrog. Which is, what does that mean? The fruit and the bark, tree, The process and the prize is one. That's it. The process is the prize. There's no differentiation between that. So practically in our minds, is recognizing that I don't need a condition to be happy. Because the more we wait on the conditions to be happy, instead of being happy with what we have, that will cause infections. These are infections. First you open up the wound, First you have to deal with, first you have, first you need a schut, a a merit to open up the wound. You have to want to open up the wound. A lot of people don't want to open up the wound. You tell the person, listen, a great, 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 uh, great example by uh, Dennis Prager, I believe. No, not Dennis Prager, I forgot his, uh, Seven Habits of Stephen Covey. And he says, you know, there's a guy cutting a tree and it's taking him forever to cut the tree. And you tell him, listen, take 10 minutes, I'll sharpen the knife, and boom, we'll cut it out. I don't have time. What would you tell a person? I don't have time. You're cutting the tree for five hours. You don't have time for 10 minutes to sharpen the knife so you can cut it quicker. So, this is what happens when we don't sharpen our minds. Cutting, cutting. Come on, let me help you. Don't have time. How many people are lost in life? They tell you they don't have time. How much more time do they need? That's, that's us cutting the tree, cutting. Exhaustion, exhaustion, keep on. Nothing's working. Nothing. But let me help you. No, cut it, cut it. Exactly. Sharpen the knife. One of the seven habits of very successful people. Sharpen, sharpen the knife. That means everything has to be sharpened constantly. It's a constant sharp, because if it doesn't sharpen, infections come. Bear in mind. Look at your lives and your lives. Where you've sharpened your marriage, you're good. But whatever area of our lives we have not sharpened, we have not renewed, Sharpened and renewed it's the same thing. It becomes an infection. And that infection all of a sudden becomes dysfunctional. And that then, all of a sudden that infection takes over other areas of our lives. And takes over everything. And this is where God forbid a person is, it gets stuck in, toxic, in toxicity in despair. In, in, because the blood is stuck. If There's no movement. There's no th- thought. This is what Rabbi Nachman says in Lesson 159. The importance of warmth Very important. Practically what he's saying is, as long as you're warm, you're gonna get something. That means warmth could be talking to your creator, screaming, crying out, begging him, pleading with him. The worst is just not not the talk, the coldness. Because the coldness doesn't create movement. Movement creates thought. When I'm thinking, when I'm in a better state, I have more thought I need to create that movement constantly and This is why When we get stuck in a situation Of something There's a toxic asset There's a toxic something in our, in our blood First you, ha- you need a, soot. You need, a you need. That's what we, are, we say Give charity Our sages say When a person is running out of money Give charity Because you could, you could have a, stag- a stagnation in your business Because you think you're controlling it You have a stagnation Marriage Stagnation What do you need to do? Go give, go give charity to somebody's table. Make somebody else's family happy. Your family will be happy. You have stagnation in your thinking. What should you do? Go help somebody else with, with, you, with, with a with problem. This way, God will give you new dot. The new dot, Rabbi Nachman says, wisdom is the new dot. And it says, wisdom pure purges the dysfunction from the innermost recesses of the place. Because when you have new, when remember what is what are people getting platelets are getting new vitality i'm in this platelets world now it's <laughs> so all i see is blood transfusions this is my my world right now that I'm, I'm that i'm unfortunately stuck in but i'm learning you need new vitality you need new blood oh, new blood and it's teaching us every time a person's sick he needs new blood the whole concept of vitality this is exactly what and this is why you know god gives us shabbat every single every week for renewal vitality the whole problem, the whole purpose is, he's giving you the ability to renew yourself and remove anything that's impure. Remove the stagnation that's sitting there. But no, I don't want to keep showing I'm, t- I'm good. I, I, I don't want to be slave to my, to, to time. <laughs> what do you think? The whole purpose is you have to sometimes break in order to renew. You have to rest in order to renew. It's so, so important. So giving charity opens the wound. Now you have, then you have to face it. Then you have to face it, remove the toxicity. And it could be, most toxicity could be very, again, belief-driven. How is your, challenge your beliefs about money, challenge your beliefs about uh, relationships, challenge your beliefs. These beliefs create dysfunctions. Because remember, all actions are belief-driven. All actions are belief-driven. And then once that pus is removed, the dysfunction all of a sudden gets t- gets get uh, cleansed and then the blood starts flowing again so this is why energy is a great indication when you have energy that means you're in a good state because the flow of the divine is flowing through you that is what's called energy and this is why Hashem takes t- sometimes he takes away our energy he takes away our energy because sometimes we're trying to control too much or sometimes we have a, 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 a you know, God forbid, a, like we spoke about with David Lieberman, a person, you know, having a five-year-old and flipping out that the five-year-old is doing this, and they think, oh my God, this is the kid's going to be forever. The permanence, believing something is always going to be permanently like this. I'm going to be permanently single. I'm going to be permanently stuck in this relationship. I'm going to be permanently stuck in this problem. That permanence is the number one way to, to, to add to this infection, because permanent means there's an infection, I'm done, nothing can change. I can't tell you how much I've seen in my life that how much prayer can change absolutely everything from one day to the next, beyond your re, beyond your recognition, but when you, once you see that, you see there's nothing, nothing's permanent, nothing's permanent, just like your business, one day your business could be good, next thing you know, you're in another business. It's not the this concept of permanence, of believing something is permanence, is the absence of Obviously consciousness, because consciousness is all about awareness and renewed and dealing with that moment at that day. So very, very important. Think about first, do a mitzvah. First, how do you get to the wound? You have to do some kind of an open. Sort of, you, need a, you need to do something to create that, to get into the wound. Do a, mitzvah, do a good deed. If charity is the best way to do it. Do, uh, scream out if you have to. Something has to happen for a person to open up the wound. Now, once you get to the wound, notice what's dysfunctional, what's not moving in your life. What's not moving? If it's money issue, it's a relationship issue, if it's a spirituality issue, notice the dysfunction, cleanse it out. Once you get rid of the dysfunction, all of a sudden food comes. And it's very similar, this example, to people that have, have gut leaks. Right? It's not that the stomach has a problem, but there's a gut, there's a, a leak in the gut, which causes inflammation. And when there's inflammation, all of a sudden you can eat regular foods and it's not digesting properly. So the, the toxins go all over the body. This is why gut leak is related to over 60 different diseases. Because there's no lining in the gut. What's well, going? It's going to your bloodstream. So all of a sudden there's toxicity, medicine, all this toxicity. So when you cleanse the gut, when you cleanse the gut, when a person has changes is doing a cleansing, Everything the, the lining goes back, and then he can digest food much better and eliminate these other aspects, which will give him and obviously ninety percent of our serotonin is coming from our gut so your 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 chemical that says, "I feel good, things are okay is coming from your gut by the way, so you could see sometimes happiness could be at the end of your fork practically because if the gut is this is one thing once I uh, if you want to look up research on this, doctor, Dr. Axe, he really has phenomenal on building the gut because at the end of the day, if you're walking 10 minutes from here and you're, you have no energy, and, or the tire's flat and you just put air, don't go to your doctor and ask him for a new tire, or a new, more air, <laughs> the tire's flat. So it's very, very important. I always tell people if you want to, especially losing weight, or anything, work on the gut. The gut is the, is the vehicle for everything. If the gut, because if you feel better, you make better decisions. But most eating and dysfunctional eating is when we're tired when we have very low willpower and it's based on exhaustion. But that could be because, again, there's a leaky gut. So this is why it's such a beautiful Torah. This is exactly why, just like we do in His Bodhidut, first we cry out, cry out, we need the opening. We cry out and surrender, that's the opening. And then, once you let your Creator in, then your Creator gives you a strategy on what to fix, which once you fix that area, then that will dysfunction will create other things to move. And this is why the first part is crying out, the second part is a lot of mishpat, this is the partial of the week, shoftim, being, being a judge, doing a lot of mishpat, doing a lot of inventory, seeing what, I did this wrong, I did that wrong, I did that wrong, that creates getting rid of the dysfunction. And that dysfunction, once that dysfunction is clear, things will start flowing again. So it's not like, again, it's not like I have to do more, I have to remove the dysfunctions more. It's not that my, this is the main principle in Kabbalah. It's never the lack of light, it's always the vessel is not complete. The vessel has a hole, the vessel has a dysfunction, the vessel has a limitation. There's some limitation there that's not allowing the causes to flow. Because once there's blood flow, there's vitality, breathing, etc. But when there's no blood flow, everything gets stuck, everything gets 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 stuck in torment Have a good day.